WeWork. Oh, I love WeWork. That's what a Smodco offices are, man. Smodco is at WeWork. I was just in my WeWork office today and I saw uh, Unqualified. It says Unqualified at WeWork. Unqualified Studios at WeWork. Um, Anna Ferris and her Unqualified podcast moving into our floor at WeWork. And that's where she's going to do some of her recording and stuff. So, oh, WeWork, man. They'll take all kinds. They take Kevin Smith's. They take Anna Ferris's. They'll take on all comers, man. Anybody that wants to work without necessarily opening up their own office, renting square footage and stuff like that, man. Oh, the way WeWork works is amazing. You get some space amongst a bunch of other people. They got full working kitchens. So you can sit there. You can drink wine if you're into it, man. They got, they got that on tap. Beer, um, sodas, bring in food. It's crazy. Like, I never, back in the day, I was always, like, hell-bent on getting an office, the Skew office. Later on, Smodco office, you know, because it's like, oh, I want a clubhouse. That's what grownups do. When they have a business, they have a business office and stuff. Um, you do that at WeWork, you share it with a bunch of other individuals like yourself. You're not paying ridiculous rent. You're getting sweet space, man. You're all working together. You meet people, you network. It's great, great idea and a great place to work, man. WeWork is almost everywhere and it's grown fast. Vancouver, Atlanta, Poland, Australia, and 20 other countries, over 270 locations man it's we work son we work you want to get in on some of the we work action get up to 20 percent off at we work go to my page at we.co slash kevin we.co slash kevin that's we.co slash kevin man we work you need some space you want to get to work guess what we work hey you yeah you you live in los angeles you going to los angeles Want a reason to go to Los Angeles? How about a live Fat Man Beyond with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin? Tuesday, November 6th and Tuesday, November 13th, Kevin and Mark are at the Scum and Villainy Cantina to talk the latest in pop culture and answer your questions. For more information and to get tickets, go to csmod.com. Hit me! Episode 281. 2. 282. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Yeah, it's what we try to tell the kids. Anyway, welcome everyone another edition of NetHeads on the Books. Uh, it's 281 or 282. Apparently, we don't know. My yeah. name is Will. Yeah, and I'm Trent. I and apparently have a problem like seeing something and thinking something else. <laughs> I, uh, I pull up the list of episodes. I see, okay, 281. Intuitively, 282 would be next. But I'm like Ron Burgundy, can only read what is on the teleprompter. <laughs> I understand completely. The tribe of the hand shall rule, my friend. Uh, which Ooh. isn't a Ron Burgundy reference. It's actually an SNL skit uh, that I, I will always remember in love. I've I said, smell you are weak. I challenge you to a duel. I have slain the weatherman. 
Anyway, uh, welcome, everyone. If you want to take part in the program, you can. One of them, anyways, one of them is Twitter. Trent, tell them about it. Oh, my gosh. Be be like longtime fans of the program, uh, T-Kate and Caper Girl Mel. Use the hashtag NetHeads. And uh, like, like they have done, can also help direct the program, ask us questions, complain, do whatever you want. Uh, just use the hashtag NetHeads on Twitter. Yeah, just knock yourself out. Do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. Uh, because God knows, Ash Williams sure does, right? He, yes. Uh, yeah, he's not scared. Everything is netheads yeah. in his world, which, you know, yeah. hey, thanks for keeping the uh, keeping the name alive, buddy. We really appreciate it. Anyway, uh, if you also want to, uh, yeah, you know what? Nobody ever does anyway. Uh, keep, but keep, Keeping the name alive outside of uh, March NCAA basketball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there will always be a, like a... Like a uh, uh, office pool or something that will pop up that they think that they came up with or something. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, as uh, Shadow Clone San taught us also as well, most people see it and go, eh, it, it, it's just a, uh, it's just a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just some, just some podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, if you, uh, what I was saying is if you want to contact us directly, you can also uh, eventually get us on Skype via NetHeads on air, eventually. Yeah. Just, yeah. just not at the very uh, immediate moment. Uh, actually, though, Trent, what I did want to say uh, that I thought was really kind of cool and interesting is that uh, with everything going on in our lives, actually, we have been we've been requested uh, to do a new segment, mm -hmm. which uh, you know I am I'm I'm more than willing to do. Uh, yeah, I, me too. I, I have, me too. I have no qualms about it whatsoever. Oh, hold on, I, because I've got a uh, an error message on one hand. Error, yeah. error. Yeah. See, the the Skype, of course, doesn't want to work because it, it does. It, by the not. way, in case you haven't noticed, Trent, uh, I think uh, Microsoft finally drew the line in the sand, <gasps> and Did they, they do said uh, you may not use the old version of Skype anymore. Sorry, I'm done with Skype. Then never use it again. <laughs> you're like windows 95 forever bitches <laughs> yeah yeah look look i don't care okay if if uh uh two-thirds of the pos systems in america are still running uh 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 windows what was the really good windows not 98 not 95 windows xp yeah if uh if if two-thirds of the pos systems retail pos systems are still using windows 98 it's good enough for me yeah, you know, uh, it, it is funny you mentioned that, though, because uh, I, I still think there are people, myself included, I really appreciated the simplicity and uh, simplicity. Yeah, Ugh. simplicity. Whatever. The simplicity and the uh, ease of use, or, or maybe it's just from a, a level of familiarity at this point, but really Windows XP for me was one of the last great oh. versions of of Microsoft. Uh, probably nearly what was the one before the the current iteration Ron? What was before eight. Windows 10? No, eight. I I didn't like 8. It that wasn't it. 7 7 was a big deal because it uh it I mean it it, it tried to make the jump to uh to, to more like uh device-based uh OS uh but using it on a uh desktop as well. Um, and that, that was the big change up. It didn't work super well. Windows eight was just kind of like a, uh, that on steroids windows 10. I'm okay with, I'm okay with it too, but I, it, it's still very touch oriented and it is, yeah, there are it a is. lot it's, of automatic yeah. features. If you're trying to run on an older Screw system, Cortana. you got, to... <laughs> Oh, I hate Cortana. I have never, and will never use it. I'm sorry. 
Sa same thing, uh, Samsung. I don't want your Bix Bixby or whatever it is. You don't want Bill Bixby? I'm confused now. <laughs> they they have their own Cortana type thing. In oh, fact, okay. That's, that's one of the 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 biggest um, critiques of the the Samsung phone is that where most phones would have like a uh, uh, an off button or a a photo shoot button, they have a button that just accesses their uh, assistant. Oh well, isn't that handy? Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah, not really. I'm I'm not big on the digital assistants. I don't really use I'm Siri not. that much. I mean, nope. probably because we live in a world where I can be sitting at my desk and I can just say, Alexa, what's the weather today? And she'll yeah. tell me. Wait, is she telling you? Currently in Brentwood, ah. it's 70 degrees Fahrenheit with clear skies and sun. Today, oh. you can expect partly sunny weather with a high of 82 degrees and a low of 58 degrees. Hashtag NorCal. Yeah, right. Sign me up. Yeah, Good buddy. God. Yeah, that sounds delicious. <laughs> it is. It is wonderful. You know, hey, well, you know, if I had uh, kept the bubble cover on appropriately, we could have probably been extending the swimming season a little. <laughs> well, I guess I'm sorry. I guess you can't really go with the kind of rich uh, Thurston Howell the Third <laughs> yeah, well, voice when you're talking about a bubble cover on your above ground pool. But you know, when you're above ground. Yeah, when when you when you string the hose out, yeah, <laughs> fill it up. Which I do. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I know. I just I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of the you know, the, yeah, the, the, the self awareness that we have. Yeah, but now it's even. I came to a sudden realization. <laughs> not that anyone wants to hear about uh, pool care, but in filling up the pool, I suddenly realized. Wait a second. I've been using this one spout that comes from the back of the house, but I'm pretty sure that's hooking up to the internal plumbing. So all these times I've been filling up my pool, I've been filling it up with like softened water. And if I were to continue to use it now, it would be uh, filtered and softened sure. water. And it's like, yeah. why am I wasting the water that I'm purposely conditioning? You're actually, yeah, that's a good point. That's just, that's just stupid. Yeah. It's, it's, it's because you're just going to wash that off anyway, when you get out of the, the, swimming pool I'm, I'm assuming right you know it's not like it's a communal bathhouse for everyone to go and like condition their hair in yeah no it's not it's not at least not that i'm aware of i don't yeah. have a i don't know <laughs> yeah. what goes on at night but I was say we haven't got the webcam up out there yet <laughs> yeah so we don't know funny you mentioned that though i recently uh, like renewed my uh home security system oh uh, yeah contract and so they did give us a webcam and and like i never look at it but this morning my wife is like why aren't you seeing the clip so i go to look and sometime at 6 a.m either somebody was letting their dog run wild or there was a stray dog out and there was one corner of my lawn apparently the one that of course that shows up in the camera that's why i know yeah. but he is he's doing that thing where he, he's either gone on the spot or there's something about the spot so then he's doing that leg kicking yep. thing and just ripping the shit out of my lawn and i'm like yep whose dog is this i've never seen this dog <laughs> but there's also a neighbor down the street that's doing a bunch of stuff anyway uh, the the uh, whole point is uh the weather's nice i guess that's where we were going with that yeah maybe maybe throw the camera up in the back and, and you will find that there's a family of raccoons with the softest hair you never know you never know <laughs> with that can do with that you know water softened uh conditioned uh you know, it, you I, know. I don't i don't even want to talk about that because honestly that kind of the thought of n not animals <laughs> being in the pool freaks me out i don't have a problem with that 
My problem is with like finding a dead animal in the pool. In if, the pool, yeah. If that happens, I don't know if there's enough chlorine that I can put in there to ever get me back in the water. In oh yeah, without yep. It's like nope, we got to we got to drain this some bitch and start all over. That's it. Nope, let's just yeah. fill in the ground. It's done. Yep. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> get 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 the uh, skid steer back in here. Let's uh. <laughs> yeah. Meantime, meantime, let's there's take this out for good. We have like one listener in Montana who's just over there going wimp, you know, because yeah. he's fishing out squirrels and various other critters yeah. to, you know to to my friends in wyoming who have literally made hot tubs out of the back of their trucks and tarp yeah there you go <laughs> i've seen that happen too yeah I, I i would however like to see uh use a webcam uh inside my house just to see how uh our and perhaps for you as well uh uh, new additions to the uh, to the four legged family that we have ah. are getting along because I'll tell you what, there's been some weird shit going on in the house when no one's there. <laughs> in yours, yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, so that's what I was trying to find. Look, there, I'm not going to lie. There is a one of the beat files that we've got um, in the Smodco library. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember the name of it, and it's not like it's marked as. Uh, dog beats but there's there's one it's the kitty cat beat right it's it sure but yeah, this yeah. one's marked as kitty cat beat and you hear that yeah. a lot with jason muse's yeah. advertisements yeah but there's one and i and i don't Was know it for, which for the 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 sales hounds of justice you did hear them once yeah yeah nope ain't that one because i wanted that, to play it for nope Nope. Yeah, it, it was. Gosh, that would have been two thousand. It was. It was a while when it, you know it, it replaced uh, the sales. Uh, Jonathan Livingston sales goal for a while. Hold on, I got Can I show you something cute real quick? Is this okay? Do you mind? Okay, you've never really seen my daughter Blair on the yeah, show yeah. before, but here she is. She's going <gasps> trick or treating. Oh gosh, she's and she's so Spider cool. Girl. There we go. That is awesome. Love you. Have fun. They're going to, uh, they're going to, okay, this sounds weird, but they're going to go uh, trick or treat at Target right now because a lot of businesses yeah. and places have special events around the yep. weekend that you can go and, and it's nice because with Halloween being on a Wednesday, it kind of extends yes. the, the Halloween experience. Yeah, you get to use the costume more than once. Yeah, exactly. And that one also actually, I, uh, I got to tell you, when you have kids, it's like you worry about spending money on costumes, but. I uh, let me just let me just tell you guys something, okay? Anytime you got to go shopping now, the first thing I'm going to encourage you to do is go online. I we knew the costume would it was that we wanted was at Party City, right? Okay. So I asked my wife, well, why don't you see if they have in store pickup, and that way you could just go online. And sure yep. enough, not only did they do that, so we we had the comfort in mind of knowing that they more than likely than not had the costume. Right. But also, because I was online, I don't know why they're incentivizing it, but I also got to use a 20% off coupon. Heck yeah, dude. So basically, I paid for my tax for free, and then I got, it was almost like double the tax off. And then you don't even have to, like, deal with, like, the... Because I mean, those are those are, you know, you, Party City's a little different, but for like Halloween City or Spirit or whatever, they they pop up in the abandoned uh, Kmart for for like two weeks, <laughs> and and they have like purely temporary help. The place is a shitstorm. Just uh, no one's taking care of anything. It is a mess, man. Yeah, and by the way, Part I got to tell you, Party City is a little different, but the other ones are a mess. Yeah, the the Spirit Halloween are the ones that yeah. mostly pop up around well, here, and we have got. Um, Actually, it's funny because there's like, you know, the way, you know, the way cities work, Trent, with their cross streets and their grids. 
I well, do. I, I am familiar. In this part of the grid, is, pardon me. Let me. In this part of the grid there is the yeah. is the REI that closed oh. in the streets of Brentwood oh. and has been a spirit uh, Halloween store for a few years. Yeah. And then in this part of the grid, just two major cross streets yeah. up, <laughs> is the, is the abandoned. It's it's not a closed Best Buy because they actually just moved locations to a different oh, shopping yeah. center. But that's a Halloween store too. But the funny yeah. thing is, Blair, who you just saw, she is. She thinks of first of all the the animatronic things that are supposed to be spooky or scare oh, you. Yeah, she loves. So going to the Halloween store for her is like going to Disneyland. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's like if you want to if you want to pacify a kid for thirty <laughs> minutes, let's go to the Halloween store. I was gonna say play your cards right, right? You you say, hey, we're going to um, Nightmare Before Christmas Land. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We don't need to go to Disneyland this year. <laughs> Uh, it's funny you mention that because that's kind of the theme of the front yard this year is Nightmare Before oh, is Christmas. Really? Well, you know, we were at the uh, we were at the what is that called? They just call it World Market now because cost plus, I guess, isn't very vendor friendly. And, okay. and just calling it World Market sounds more, I don't know, ethnically or globally diverse. Yeah, yeah it sounds more like a like a Pier 1 Imports type thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Which aren't those the same thing and aren't they owned by the same people? But anyway. Yeah, and, 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 and tie trading or whatever. Yeah, they're all the same. I, and I swear most of the time in most shopping centers, it's like Pier 1 is right next to World Market. I, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But we went there and like sure enough, they had some, I don't know what to call them. Because they're mostly lightweight like a flag, but it's a Jack Skellington that you can hang up. And uh, you can pose his arms, but the rest of his body is just cloth and lanky hanging. Oh, stuff. okay. So, so it'll like move in the wind. Exactly. And then also, you know, his sidekick dog Zero. Yeah. Is, oh, is, is that there... his name? It is now. <laughs> Except, well, no, that is, I believe that is his name. Okay. Um, okay. And Zero, uh, usually in the movie, he's represented by a red nose. Uh, yes. But on this one, he has a tiny pumpkin. And no, that's not a, to get away with licensing rights because it is officially licensed uh, yeah. content. Yeah. Uh, but those are actually hanging. Our, our front porch has like a very high kind of not an arch, but an entryway to it. And, and they're hanging right there in it. And I, I did something very clever because his arms are poseable. In one hand, I have him like waving high. And the other hand is just out and resting on the column next to him to try nice. and keep him straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I got well, that in the giant uh, spider web and just a few headstones. I did take the, the planter area that's never had anything done with it except some bark thrown in it once. I did kind of gather up as much of that loose dirt as I could to make uh, one of the uh, graves look like it was just a freshly planted grave. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you go all out, man. In, in the past, like like one of our one of our first episodes, I remember uh, you walked us through the fog machine you built. Oh yeah, the because uh, well, Trent, you know, when it comes to a fog <laughs> machine, you have two different kinds of fog. You either want just free air fog, or you sure. want some low hanging. You want fog. the heavy stuff, yeah. Right? right, and for that, you need to actually cool down the vapor. So yeah, and it, as we know, hot air rises. Yes, and and I have to tell you honestly, I'm thinking this year about. About doing something different because because um, you know why not um, but if I can get just a, a small stretch of some of that uh, drain pipe that you see with the irrigation holes in it I guess oh, it's yeah. the kind of thing you would run down to a French drain system if you don't know what I'm yep. talking about I do. a deep pit with a lot of uh, three quarter inch base rock packed in there so that way you have a place for yard drainage to go down and pool into 
Yeah, or or like I have in an old home, your basement. Oh, is that what a basement is for? For all the water to collect in? Well, I, I have I have a, a French drain in in the the kitchen of my basement. Oh, okay. There you go. So, uh, yeah. so uh, anyway, so they do have uh, some very large pieces of, of what I think of as drain pipe with holes drilled in them. And I'm thinking about getting just one piece of that that I can connect up to my fog chiller. So it's a it's the uh, it's the fog machine sitting on yeah. top of a cooler that oh, has the that has this. four inch pipe going into sure. it, which I fill with ice. So it creates a chamber of cooling. Yeah, and then usually it just goes into this spray painted dryer hose. But instead of come, I'm going to come off the drain hose, and I'm just going to use my pickaxe to to briefly make a channel in the ground. Yep. Wrap some screen around, just window screen around so the drain pipe. So it doesn't get filled pipe, up. Yep. Yep. And then uh, just sink everything down into that channel. Oh, so that way, gosh. and a light layer yeah. of dirt. So that way, this low hanging fog just kind of creeps Still out of the ground. Oh my God, that's such a good idea. Now, here's the reason why. As you know, too, I do have a digital projector, right? And and yeah. I'm, I'm openly cribbing this idea from everyone that's seen the Atmos uh, FX videos. Uh-huh. So what I'm also going to do is I'm just going to get like either some mini bales of hay or I'm just going to spray paint a, a what would essentially be a one, two, three, four-sided uh, box hiding thing yeah. to, to put the digital screen in, in the front or the digital projector in the front yard. And Atmos FX has these animated uh, pumpkins. So it's three pumpkins. Oh, and this cool. is brilliant. So all they have is the, the lit part of the faces and they're animated. That's the only thing in frame. Everything else is black. So the, the projector is projecting black on everywhere except for where these faces are animated. Right. Yeah. And so I just need to get three big pumpkins to put on my rail and then from the yard, that'll be projecting up onto those, and they'll look like animated pumpkins. And you know, they got yeah, a little—they totally. got funny voices and animated soundtracks, and sing a song or do some jokes or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. nonsense they do. And so I'm gonna—I'm gonna do that in the front yard as well with all the other stuff I've already got. So, so this way, the creeping fog will be down below near the base of the house, and then these pumpkins will be like six feet above it. You know, oh, granted, God, so cool. the fog will kind of probably reveal the broadcast lights. Uh, but you know what? I, I really don't care at this point. You'll, yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll, or or you or you put the fog behind the projection, mm -hmm. and then that that would look good because then it would be like shooting onto it. Oh well, in that case, then I don't even need to worry about the drain pipe. I, well, I could That's still true. no, I could still do and then you that. Come out the sides, yeah. I think what I'll do is I'll still do that, but I'll just do it at the base, uh, behind and underneath where they are. So that way, you know, the fog. Does anyone care about my Halloween decorations? I do. I do because here, <laughs> my my home is so old. There are no external uh power outlets. Um, so, so like there's, you know, there's no decoration going on here, but the, the projection thing is such a good idea. Like I have a friend who, uh, does, uh, a, a, a huge Christmas party every year and I, I DJ it and it's so great because they use their projector for, uh, Christmas lights. And it's cool because it like projects what look like Christmas lights all over the house and all over the yard, um, without having to put up Christmas lights. Yeah. Yeah, those and, and well, and we have something like that too. This year we got an LED um, going with the Nightmare Before Christmas theme. We welcome to the Netheads uh, Halloween special, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> Spirit Halloween. If you're listening, yeah. <laughs> Next year, guys, just pick us up. We'll we'll go every week. 
Give we'll us, even... Yeah, give us give us give us a coupon code. Yeah, that's all we need. Um, well, and you know there are people that specifically they love going to the Spirit Halloween store on November first for stocking up for next year. Yeah. You know? yeah well, so uh, all my friends in in the cosplay community like this is this is their jam, right? Uh, the day after, like that they're open, they go in and clean house for anything they might in the future possibly conceive of building. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Um, anyway, uh, what I was saying is we got an LED projector that takes uh, zero, uh, the head of Jack Skellington, the head of Oogie Boogie, and just a pumpkin with like Jack Skellington's face. And those kind of just all float around in a grid pattern on the front of the house as part of the Halloween decorations. But uh, I've seen a lot. It You know, that's the thing in our neighborhood anyway. You don't see a lot of Halloween decorating anymore, and it's my favorite thing to do. The only thing is, that, you know, I just bring out the the fog machine during this time of year. But uh, yeah. the other thing I would like to do, maybe for next year, uh, because I realize that I could do this very easily, and I would only have to do it from inside of the living room window. I could put up my projector, and then these Atmos people... They make another product, which is just, it's a sheer piece of fabric that you can project up to so things look, can look translucent. But you could also take Halloween specials and run them. So if I did that and hooked them up to a low-level FM broadcast transmitter and oh just say gosh. what frequency to tune in, then when you go by, you can enjoy the movie or what have you. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's really cool. Yeah, that's like, that's well, and you see people do that oh. with, like, their their uh, robotic animatronic Christmas lights. Do they? Okay, so, oh, yeah. so, like, when they've got it going set to, like, a, a song or something. I've seen that before, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, if you want to make sure you're not intruding on your neighbors and you don't mind uh, doing a little soldering, you can very easily get an inexpensive FM transmitter kit that'll uh, just give you some RCA plugins to go into yep. it or headphone jack. And that way you're just going over the local neighborhood. And right. you're not going to be intruding on, on anyone else's listening experience. Not to mention... The other nice thing about it is you can just like play with your FM dial and you can see what station is dead in your area and use that one. Yeah, and use that one. Yeah, yeah. So and 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 I know there like if 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 you're if you're really wanting to get techie into it, I think we've brought this up before, but uh, you can. Uh, there are ways to use your Raspberry Pi uh, to hook up to an antenna for uh, FM transmitting as well. If you've got a Raspberry Pi laying around the house, but uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. not that I do. I, it's not that I have a ras. I do have a Raspberry Pi laying around, but it's inside of a video cabinet. I was gonna say you're using it for yeah for for the the gaming uh, cabinet. But. Which, by the way, a bar top cabinet was a great concept. If you have a bar top to regularly sit it on, sit it at, yeah. But now I'm at the point where I need to come up with some type of, of system to hold it up if it's not on the island in the kitchen, which makes it really impractical for mm. use. But anyway, let's get back into the yeah. uh, so T yeah, like 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 a like a uh, like a TV cart, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, for everything I'm for the for all of the stupid things I plan on doing here in the studio, including rolling back to 480p broadcast and then digitally upscaling it just so I can use my old uh, Play Incorporated Trinity switcher. Yeah. Not not my best idea. We're going to step backward to move forward. That makes no sense, Will. Um, but that requires uh, 
I basically think I need to make a rolling cabinet so that way it can write on something and the computer yeah. could be in there. And then I could just close the front of that and it could be functional to hold the uh, arcade cabinet on as well. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, like, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I work at the, the university and they have a surplus uh, sale. Uh, not not like a sale, but just like they have a, a warehouse where all the stuff that they don't use anymore, they, they go to sell it. And you can pick up, uh, you know, those those nice and they have a no. surplus TV carts for like 15, 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You know, the, the ones that like <clears throat> you'd have in a business like, OK, everyone, we need to watch this uh, this oh, training so, so that we're not held liable for any more sexual harassment. Yeah, no, I'm very familiar with them. You know, it's usually got at least you got the top shelf for the TV, middle shelf for yep. the equipment, and then storage underneath. Well, not storage, yep. but it's like the last shelf. Yeah, they're yeah. all black. The each shelf is lined with with grip uh, slip resistant Rubber. material. Yep. yep. Yeah, uh, that's an idea and would save a ton of labor. And that way, all you I mean, if you want it to be enclosed, then just throw two sides yep. up and leave the front up. Good idea, Trent. Look at you saving. And it's, dude, you don't, I, I, look, I've been going through a backyard renovation and I have, it is the hardest thing I've ever had to do because, um, I, I guess it's it's hard for me to conceptualize spending the money, even though it's not really spending the money because we live in a world of credit, but. <laughs> right. Um, there, there is something to be said about the benefits of hiring professionals to do the things that you think you're capable of doing yourself. Uh -oh. One, you know they get done right. That's the first obvious one. But the other nice thing, too, is that you can look out your backyard in the morning, for example, and, and you could just see dirt. And then you can look out in the evening and suddenly there's an entire artificial lawn there just yeah. set up and ready to go instead of looking out the front yard in the morning and just having just like all this anxiety come crashing down on your shoulders of like oh my god i've got so much work to do yeah exactly <laughs> and, and or, uh, or, you know just looking out with utter disgust it's just like yeah. I, it's never gonna get done it's it never just, gonna be just, finished just feelings of, of self-doubt and failure and <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I'm also maybe I'm projecting here. Maybe you don't have those feelings when you look at your yard. No, I do all the time. It's just like, <laughs> oh my god, there's still so much to be done, and I can't do it. But I, but I'm also at that weird point where <sighs> I got involved with a company that is. I'm telling you right now, I'm putting it out there. In the end, if I were able to do an investigation, I would understand that what they are doing is overextending themselves in order to stock up on jobs. Okay, because. Okay. I know my work crew comes and basically goes. It's like, and they're honest with me. They're not like the the guy that's managing everything. You know, they yeah. tell me, yeah, no, they we they need our help over at a three thousand square foot project in Antioch. So I'm put on hold because, you know, we're getting a deck put in around the pool as well. So certain things are on hold while the deck is decided, but. Some of that is just utter bullshit in trying to tell me that because there is work that could be done. Because yeah. here's, here's where we're at with the yard, and I could send out a picture, but I won't. Uh, they've basically taken down the entire enclosure around the deck. They've put in the artificial lawn. Now, for, for the rest of the backyard design, we've got two elements. Decomposed granite going everywhere where there's dirt, and then a deck. So the deck, everything else is decomposed granite, packed down. Poor man's cement easy ground cover, weeds don't grow in it, exactly what I need. And most importantly, dogs don't get muddy. Yep. Right? Yep. 
And for some reason, uh, I saw them come in and finish the lawn, and that's it this week. And I, I literally, uh, like, what were some of the excuses the guy used? Let's uh, let's put it out there. Because you know what? I don't care. I'm not naming names. Um, uh, his response was basically, I'm going to bring by samples to decide on the deck and mark off the deck. So until that's done, uh, decomposed granite, DG gold install should wait. Um, oh, and his other excuse on that was... Uh, Plus, with your area size, we need a single large supply for consistently, kind of like die lot matching, which is great, except I've already called three places, and I know the exact cost and the fact that they can deliver all the decomposed granite we need within yeah. a certain amount of time. So that's not an issue. Right. And I'm going to send off an email later today saying, look, I'm calling bullshit, and if there's not decomposed granite in my yard before Halloween, I will find another contractor. Yeah, it's especially where, like, he's he's not even going to be the one to transport that, right? He's just going to hire the 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 um, gravel company, the 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 excavation yeah. company, to bring that in, right? It'll, so, it'll be dropped off. Here's realistic. I mean, he's claimed that he's got, like, 15 crews, but I, I believe in our area they've got two crews because I've only seen the— <laughs> I've seen two, two trucks, trucks and the yeah. same guys over and over. <laughs> and uh, and so I, you know, I the stuff will be dropped off and then they have to slough everything in. Now, mind you, because of the amount of materials and the amount of space we're doing, they may need to drop that off in different stages. Like, sure. you know, it's like, okay, we're going to do one drop off in the morning and then one drop off in the afternoon as long as it's from the same lot will be okay but whatever yeah because there's only so much they can move because then it's a it's a crew that does everything like when they did the uh when they did the artificial lawn it was just it was a three-man job and mm -hmm. during that time uh, for part of it like two guys were out of commission because they were also trying to finish off the uh, irrigation the drip line system oh sure so while that was happening the third guy they had previously had to bring the irrigation system in and they cheered up my side yard so they took some of the excess materials and now i've got a nicely densely packed uh decomposed granite uh side yard with the that's just the gray you know poor man's concrete yeah, or or what yeah, you do yeah. for a cheap driveway yeah. you, what yep. you do is you put in a layer three quarter inch base you pack that down trend yep. then you get like three to you get two to four inches of that decomposed granite on top wet it down pack it down it's almost as good as cement driveway i tell you what well and 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 not only that it, it uh the three-quarter crush that you put down at the bottom uh, allows not unlike a french drain right so that when water does come it, it's not going to run right into the house like what would happen with concrete right it's actually there is going to be some dissipation, but the three-quarter crush is going to help uh, from it moving, right? Because so that's the problem when you have water that comes through things, it, it tends to move. But if you have some sort of filtration system, which three-quarter crush does, uh, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm wholly here with you, man. Right on. I'm glad. I'm glad you're on the same page as I am. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the the whole point is, uh, I'm I'm at the point where they're a month behind project, and I just want everything done, and I don't think that's unreasonable. So. No. Absolutely not. I'm a, I'm gonna drop some heat because realistically, this isn't the only contractor in the world, and uh, and the way my financing goes, I can find somebody else. So yeah. Anyway, we weren't here to talk about that. What we were trying to get to, I was trying to originally. You remember, like uh, 45 minutes ago, I don't even remember how long ago it was. I was trying to find a track so that way we could do something. that. Ain't it? Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's not going to be that one. I don't think we're going to be able to find it. I'll find it for next time because uh, Caper Girl Mail brought up a really good point that with everything going on 
in our world, uh, an excellent segment on the show would be what we would call pup dates, regular pup dates. Yeah, that's such a good name. It is. It's perfect. Because in case you did not know, uh, I have recently, um, uh, uh, let's just use the term adopted, uh, our family adopted a rescue dog that is a, it, it's a sam- Samoyed or Samoyed, depending on the way you like to say it. Oh, okay. A short for Sammies, but they're like white wolf-like oh, snow dogs, right? They are fucking beautiful dude oh so fluffy they are like so beautiful yeah he he's just he's a sight to be held so our family just had that happen and i think we talked about it on the last episode but since then there's been a growth in your house as well that's true yes i i have uh uh, recently uh brought into the home uh a 18 month old uh purebred newfoundland named lurch now was that the name he was given or the name you gave him Nope that was that was a that was a prior name. Oh, he heard his name. Hey, hey, Lurch, come here. Oh, Lurch. there he is. We can if you're Lurch. watching the video, uh, netheadsandair.com/live, you can see him. Oh, look at that. We get a look at my kid and a look at your kid on this show. How cute. Uh, here we go. We'll just do a little. Yeah. So this is Lurch. Aww. Now, is that the same type of dog as Michael Sarah? Yeah. So so Michael Sarah is half Newfoundland, half uh flat-coated retriever so uh they have the kind of the same size uh shape of head but michael sarah has like the feet of a flat-coated retriever and more of the hair of a flat-coated retriever um but and and then a little bit bigger than a flat-coated retriever uh lurch here uh i'm guessing right now at 18 months he's 130 pounds um god and we'll you know uh as as he thickens up and builds muscle we'll probably get to be around 160 170 holy moly dude <laughs> that's the size and weight of a human being yes in dog yes form. it is yes see yeah. right now ours was uh he's he's undersized for the breed or average i'm not sure but also he's clocking in somewhere around 45 to 50 pounds so not okay. too bad he's gonna get a little bit bigger but that's about yeah. it um so so you say you've had some weird things happening around the house Oh my gosh. Yeah. So so the 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 home he was at beforehand um uh this is a I got him from a cowboy. And when I say a cowboy, I mean uh this guy professionally uh brings cattle off of ranges, off of the range. You know, you take your cows out to like a national forest and and let them forage throughout the the summer and then he professionally as his job he goes contracts for for uh, companies or, or ranchers to go and just bring their cows off of the range um and so he does that for my brother uh he also raises australian kelpies which are uh they're like they're cattle dogs they're they're made for for herding cattle and so they can be pretty mean um because they're you know they're just biting at cows ankles and, and heels like, all day long to get them to move um, and he sells them for quite a bit of money. He said, you know, any given time he has between 15 and 30 dogs that he's training. Uh, and he traded Lurch, uh, to a, a neighbor who, who breeds Newfoundlands and said, oh yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll trade you a, a Newfoundland for, I don't know, uh, four bum lamb carcasses <laughs> because Wyoming. <laughs> so, so, so you had to get some lamb carcass in order to get a dog. Uh, so, you know, you know, when it came time to, to, to sell his sheep, he, uh, he, uh, he traded, uh, some carcasses and that was payment for the, uh, for the, for the dog. 
the thing was he 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 decided he needed to find a new home for Lurch because uh the Kelpies are are not friendly dogs because they're they're you know they're they're working cattle dogs and they kind of uh saw him as a threat or 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 he's big enough that they kind of got get confused that he's like a cow so they would like bite at him uh and Lurch is big enough that if he turned and snapped back uh it would do some damage and then he would be out money because he's put so much money into training and, and then selling those dogs. So he figured, you know, I love this dog, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm running a business. Uh, I can't have that liability on the ranch, um, of, of potentially, you know, losing me upwards of, you know, eight, $10,000 in one of those dogs. Yeah. So, uh, he uh, told my brother, my brother told me and, uh, I went and, uh, picked up lurch. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Now, so he's always been outside uh, and he, he's, he's, you know, pretty well trained as, as far as like, you know, come here, do this, do that outside. But he, you put him inside the house and he, he, he's, he's, he's like a toddler. Everything is new and wonderful to him. Right. Uh, so I came home the other day and this, I, I, again, had I the webcam, I would have loved to see it. Uh, he managed to uh, go into the bathroom, uh, take the roll of toilet paper on on the roll unroll it throughout the entire house without breaking it right so we're, we're going you know in the hall into another room out of that room like all over the house unrolled it completely but it was all connected still it never broke um he's uh i've got some some really big uh leather uh heavy uh vast work boots um that have just been showing up in the most random of places uh around the house um every day he decides that the the huge water bowl that we have for the dogs uh just needs to be tipped over while it's full of water uh whenever i leave you know th things things of that nature um, that, that I would just like to see like, what's going on, uh, oh, uh, hiding dog toys in, in, uh, like, you know, uh, under the cushions of, of the couches, oh. uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and if you want to find out, uh, I, I just posted a picture of oh, yes. my dog, uh, Rika using, uh, the NetHeads on Air account. So Trent, if you want to do that uh, if you have a picture of, of lurch you can uh, please feel free to join uh actually that it, that's a good picture because it shows you an example of some of the things that have been done in the yard there's a bunch of uh of of uh, rock that's been put into the planter area uh, over by the peach tree the dreaded mm -hmm. peach tree mm -hmm. uh there is a podocarpus uh tree bush plant thing that uh, to I his left yeah. and that's that's actually artificial lawn that's right there in front of him Oh, really? So that's that's like the astroturf. Well, not well, technically, but but the, the artificial lawn stuff. Yeah, but it's actually got it's got three different blade colors. It's got a dark green, a light green, and then a brown. And it's got just what makes it, it look more. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. I was gonna say because looking at it right now, especially where the lights hitting it, it looks real. Yeah, it does. It looks like a lawn. That's the only reason because there's a there's a person down the street uh, that did that. It was uh, they put in an artificial lawn out front, but theirs literally looks like somebody let a, par a putting green just grow long. You know what I mean? Yep, <laughs> like, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like I'm gonna take and a hard yeah, pass on that. Yeah, yeah, which is which is like what I'm used to. So like like when you go and play on like uh, the fields or stuff like that, that's what it looks like, and and it it doesn't even feel real. It yeah. feels like you're walking on like rubber. Yeah, well, that's because they use rubber pellets. It's a waiting agent to oh. keep the grains up and, and the they turf down. And get everywhere too, just all over in your shoes and your socks. I hear they're also hellacious uh, for like a rug burn. You know, I don't know, like a skid oh, mark kind of. Yep. 
They totally are. Yeah. Skid burn or what have you. Yeah. Uh, rash. yeah so so it sounds like uh, we're having some interesting parallels. So Lurch is uh, learning. He's uh, figuring out where he can put things, what things are are and aren't in play. And I, uh, we've been kind of going through that too with with Rika. His name is Rika, uh, which uh, that's the name he was given. And it's a good name. Every once in a while, I try and slip Riker in there because I want him. To, right. I want him to be Riker. You know, like number one. Yeah, he's number one. Oh well, and, well, and, and I should have known. What silly me? I'm like, here's a picture of my dog. No, Trent's like, hey, here's the Instagram of my dog. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Uh, you need to be careful with with naming your dog Riker because. Who who knows what kind of uh, sexual escapades he could get into? I tell you that number one, he oh. just has so much charisma, and uh, and and some some dubious advice at times too. Like, yes, Data, you should date uh, 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 an officer that you are the superior to, even though you don't uh, have feelings for them, because it would be a good experience for you. Yeah, none. And, and plus, you know, I don't want him to to sit down in chairs real weird, like you know. Yeah, like 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 man spreading all over the place, and then come what, on. What is that? That right? It's like he's. It's like he's. It, it's like the chair is a horse, and he's got to swing his leg over the back of the horse, which is the back of the chair. He does it. That. He's the cool kid, right? He's. He, he's the guy that owns the cafeteria and just comes in and sit. He's he's the Fonz of the Enterprise. I gotta. I haven't Googled it, but has anyone asked Jonathan Frakes what that was all about? I, I mean, I'm I, just curious. It had to have been a decision, right? Like, no, uh, no, no. That yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, that's not just like you know. That's something you do every day, and then the director goes, "Ooh, do that." Yeah, right. Exactly. And and, and television is like you know they they go through so many directors per episode that like the the continuity would have to be a, a decision made by the actor that I don't think. Yeah, that and also his tromboning. Yeah, that, that I always felt that was just the weirdest. Like, oh, we have an actor that knows how to play the trombone. Let's shoehorn this in <laughs> to as many episodes as we can. Yeah, or was that Jonathan Frakes going, you know, if there's something I just love doing when it's sliding. And so, uh, you know, if I could get a little bit of my 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 uh, trombone slide in, I'd appreciate yeah, if that. I could just slide if I could slide my bone on TV, I'm sure that would really put me over. Now, wait, I got to ask something, though, because for some reason, trombone, I instantly think ska music. Uh, do you play sure. an instrument, Trent? I, I play the trombone. Now, let me ask you when you learn. Welcome to the heads. <laughs> Tech talk is supreme. <laughs> um, OK, hold on. Put a pin in that. So we're kind of going through the same thing with Rika. But Rika is a uh, unlike your your newfie. Um, like I said, he he grew up in a situation where it's kind of like a puppy mill slash horde. So there's not a lot of people exposure. He's also very, and this I find very interesting because if you look at just like from the basic of shape and height, I'm just a few inches taller than my wife and like generally the same shape-ish kind of thing. Yeah. But he is, he's uh, leery of men, I guess is the best way to put it. Because in yeah. the order of preferred people in the house right now, I believe it goes uh, Blair, so the four-year-old, then my wife, uh, then Emily, my 15-year-old, and then myself. Uh, I am at the bottom of the barrel. I uh, Sometimes it's questionable whether we can be in the same room or not. Yeah. You know, just yeah. one of those things that happens. But, you know, there was one time 
early on, we went, uh, I, I did a quick run taking my daughter to the ranch and then, uh, and we let them roam free and we came back and sure enough, some of Blair's, uh, toys had been victimized. My daughter's yep. shoe was moved and it's like, well, that's weird. Um, so now, uh, we, we do still extend that courtesy, but I have to do a sweep. It's like, okay, well, what as, is at his height or above and what, yep. what do I need to keep an eye out for? Uh, you know, oh, we shouldn't really leave shoes here because he, they're still accessible, that kind of thing. Um, but also it's been interesting because he has been gradually exploring his space more and more. Yes, uh-huh. And getting more comfortable. Like he, and, and this isn't a good thing. We have what is supposed to be, excuse me, a medium-sized doggy door anyway. Uh, and he doesn't look like it because of all of that fluff, but there's a small framed dog. Uh, basically, like, think, right. think of what happens if you took a greyhound and then stuck a big, floofy uh, uh, fur coat on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like it, it's it's a lean, working dog Yeah, um, that's built for, for, for in, inclement cold weather. Yeah, exactly. And so he, uh, so he, sure enough, he will go in and out the doggy door. And now he's, it's funny because you, you see things and you wonder, am I doing the right thing? Like, uh, this is a dog that really will stay in his crate, like as much as you let him. Yeah. So when he goes out in the morning, we then shut off the crate in an attempt to get him out and socialize. Sure. Then he was spending a lot of time in the backyard and we're like, well, is this a good thing or a bad thing? But then we discover he's doing things like, Basically, dill digging very small holes, yeah, and then yep. laying in them because that means yep. they're trying to make a den. So that's a good sign he's comfortable. Yes. Yep, exactly. So, and and I'm I'm glad you guys have have got a crate for him too because, um, and eventually you know, uh, with with dogs like they are denning creatures, they need to have their own place or whatever. So like, yes, a crate is a great idea, especially if you ever do need to crate them for a reason that they're comfortable with it and they and they feel like it's theirs. And that can be shifted to a dog bed that's just their own, right? Exactly. Um or anything along those lines. But yes, I'm that that's that's perfect. You you want him to ha to have that denning instinct uh, and, and and foster it. And and I do have to tell people too, as somebody that has been and I'm going to use this term, but I don't mean it in the way that it sounds bad. But as somebody that has been crating dogs for greater than a decade, that is that is one of the first things you learn yep. is that if you make it a, a space that they are comfortable with, they will naturally gravitate to it. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, uh, in the case of my dogs, they, well, in the case of Lily, she knows that if she's supposed to go to bed, she can either try and make a beeline from her daughter's room upstairs or she's going in a crate but you know which if, is which is just a bigger crate essentially right that she feels comfortable in essentially well i kind of think that's the way the dog feels about the backyard as well it's like a probably it's yeah. an open air crate right now for him yeah um, <laughs> that's a weird way to think about it but it's true yeah. um but uh, but you can also tell that it's a p space that they're comfortable in because like if we give lily a treat or a kong with peanut butter and kibble in it or what have yep. you She'll take it in there because she knows it's like I want to protect this. I, yeah, I totally. I, so this is my space for it. So yep. you know it's not a bad thing. And and honestly speaking, you know, like Trent said, they are. It is their comfortable space for them. So as long as they're comfortable in it and they're not going to be eager to break out of it, then it's 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 a good thing. Uh, actually, my mother-in-law wants to give us a secondary crate to have for the dog upstairs. Although. For Halloween, I am going to just move his crate that he's comfortable with upstairs. Yeah, because it, my, all of yep, my house is it's going to be calamity, Trent. So that yep. back corner is 
I figure it's the perfect place because the back corner of our bedroom is directly above the kitchen. So he mm -hmm. can be aware of the sounds of people yep. underneath, but he's not going to be directly impacted by all the door opening and closing, the kids running yep. around, all that jazz. So yep. it's an interesting balance. But the other thing that I, I like about this experience, Trent, is that, first of all, every sign of affection we get is is like oh we earned that because we've been doing something right and making him more comfortable. Yep. So yeah, it's it's true. Like like it's it's uh uh it I I mean it's 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 dealing with with any you know sentient being that that's been through trauma, right? Like uh they they're they're it trust has to be earned. Uh, and it's funny that you mentioned that you know uh myself uh there are there are two uh creatures that uh just some, for some reason uh instinctively are are very leery of my appearance uh infants and uh dogs and i think it's because of the beard uh <laughs> i'm i'm dead serious they're like uh people will hand me their kids and they're just and they start freaking out i don't take offense to it because i i really think it's it's the beard and some dogs i've i've uh you know uh gone to friends houses and they just don't know what to think about me because I, i'm assuming it's because of the beard it actually in your case it's a double threat because you got the big glasses oh sure, and the yeah beard. yeah and you know i'm sure more than likely the the accompanying hat most of the time so yes always yeah it's 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 cool though because um uh do dogs are are interesting uh there's there's a book i, I forget what it's called uh but it uh, i, I uh, a friend gave it to me for a birthday present one year it's it's it talks about why uh a dog's cognition is so unique and and what makes them uh so su such interesting animals within the animal kingdom and a lot of it is because they they uh they can make cognitive um uh, jumps in inference that other animals can't do uh so so they can learn through repetition which a lot of animals can do but then they can also infer the through that uh cognitive repetition that uh, and anticipate other things um and so uh they're very curious especially in in new uh locations so lurch has never been in a town let alone city environment we went for a walk last night and it was just so interesting um to see how every sound his ears perked up and he wanted to see what it was you know michael sarah's just cruising along he's got you know no problem he knows what a bus sounds like lurch has never heard it before so he's stopping on all fours and just like looking around just trying to like understand what the hell is going on because all he's used to is you know uh cows sheep and other dogs yeah exactly and and we're going through that as well because you know the dog is learning a new environment but i'm glad that he likes going in the backyard because we live off of a we have a major street behind our our home um but you know there's a big fence i don't mean sure. like i'm worried about it but it's just the, that means that that constant noise he's Sound, getting yeah. used to um yep. and i got to tell you i don't i don't know uh, i think it was not the first weekend it was here but the second weekend or one of the days, I actually took him to the dog park. My uh, Blair and I walked him to the dog park. We did, we were just going to walk as far as he was willing to go. Sure. Ended up making all the way to the dog park a half block or a half mile away. And then apparently I'm really lucky because then I let him off leash to run around in the yard because I in the dog park because I know that he, park, yeah. he well first of all it's fenced in but I also know that he is not a. Uh, the, this dog has no aggression in him, right. none, just absolutely yeah. none. 
Um, but the thing I wasn't thinking about, and thankfully the walk, and I'm sure that experience wore him down some. Tired him down. Or else, uh, honestly speaking, I might still be in that dog park trying to get him on a leash to get him home now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, given, given the freedom to like just like go. Yeah, yeah but, it, but it played out well. So I got lucky in that respect. But it, it's been interesting taking him on walks because there are things that, that still do spook him and don't. And we need to walk him more, but it's like a... We need to get our timing down for that. Like when my right. wife gets home, I don't care what the weather is like. The dog's going out for a walk because he's, yeah. you know, it. They're also, at least, and I'm sure the newfie is probably the same way. Their bread is, or they are just by nature working dogs. They are busy oh. dogs. They're looking to be kept busy. Like if they're yeah. out, if they've left the house and gone trick or treating at Target right now, I'm worried about what's going on out there. I'll be honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, they, they 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 need to be entertained. They need to have a purpose. Yeah, and they need to be worked. You know, much in yeah. the same way that you need to lunge a horse to get his energy out. Yeah, I said lunging a horse. What of it, Trent? Yeah. Hey, dude. That's 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 you know. Growing up, we had a mechanical lead line just for that at the there house. There you go. See? So I know you need to lunge a horse to get his injury out, and that's part of the reason, not only for the exercise, but also just the expenditure of energy getting yep. the dog out on a walk. And I really want to get him to the dog park more, so that way he's socializing more totally. overall. Yep. You know, the the thing is, in our case, at least in your case, you've got a dog that's been, it's grown up and it's been around people, right? So it, yeah. it knows people. This dog spent a year and a half, I'm estimating roughly, because he just turned two on the 24th. And uh, I kid you not, they they found at the the pet store some type of, of frosted doggy biscuit, a big dog biscuit shaped like a bone, covered uh -huh. in some type of white dog safe frosting. And it yeah. said happy birthday on it. They got a picture of it and him with it. And <laughs> my, let me tell you, I am shocked. I have not uh -huh. seen my my wife this invested in a dog since she married me. No, wait, let me rephrase. <laughs> I have not seen my wife this obsessed with a dog since our first uh, miniature pincher mini, which was, I, I think that was our first dog that we got together. Yeah. And, and no, no, that's not true either. I'm a liar because we had a we had a, a, a Rottweiler named Gretchen and, and Haley probably came to us after that. So it wasn't even that. But the, for some reason, Minnie was her dog. And she can, yeah. I, and I kid you not, man. My wife is obsessed with this one. She she that's, loves Rika so that's much. Awesome. The only problem is, like I was saying, he didn't grow up around people. So right. essentially. Everyone in the house is suffering from what I call the bad boyfriend syndrome because he doesn't want to have anything to do with us and we just want to hug him and love and him love, and love yep. So Yeah, we, and, and you've got to go at his pace. Yeah, so we're 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 working hard at not working too hard and, and all kinds of stuff. But uh yeah. But it sounds like it, we're we're both going through some of the same growing pains, which is good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like and and it's 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 a good reminder for me as well to, you know, uh, like you said, uh, okay, I need to have everything, you know, in the house needs to be in order and have, have its place. So, so, so that things don't go missing or get chewed on or this, that, and the other, like it's, it's, it's a good, um, uh, exercise in adulting, I guess. <laughs> you know, he's already, we've got, uh, I don't know what the proper term for him is, but you know, sometime on Pinterest, my wife saw this thing where you take a part of the stairs. Like if you've got a small lift of stairs off of the family room or living room, and you just put like small baskets on there to put stuff in. It's like, okay, this is my basket. That's Emily's basket. That's Denise's basket. And if we're going to take something upstairs, you put it in there and it's a reminder. 
what they end up becoming is crap baskets. That's what we call them, right? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm telling you right now, before I came in here, I know I had a pair of, uh, okay, I'm going to say this out loud, but yoga mat flip-flops. Don't, uh-huh. just don't. No, no, it's okay? fine. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure, yeah. right? No judgment here. Yeah, right. Huh? <clears throat> <laughs> Um, and my wife had a very nice pair of Converse in the second down basket, and he's been sniffing these baskets all the time. One of the things in there is a bag of my daughter's uh, play magnets. They're like little magnetic uh, rectangle uh, triangles. Oh, you yeah. could build into all kinds of shapes, but I'm just telling you right now, yeah. I, I'm afraid, Trent. I, I got fear because yeah. I know those things were there. Were. <laughs> and, 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 and the hell of it is, you walked right past them. <laughs> Oh no! To go to go into the room. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I did <laughs> because because when it's a crap basket, it's like ah, I'll get to it later. Yeah exactly. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it on the next trip up the stairs. I just uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on out there, but I, but it's interesting that you now. Why do you have him down in the studio? Was that just to keep him with you? Did he follow yeah, you keep, or keep, uh, no? In fact, so this is the first time uh, he's been in the basement, and dude, it was he would not go down the stairs into the basement. He'll, he'll go, uh, there, there's a, a couple of stairs to go outside, which it took a while for him to, 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 but, but he was scared to effing death to go down the stairs. Like I had literally had to like get behind him and not easily. Cause he's so damn big, push him down the stairs. Uh, and, and he's okay. Now he's, he's actually underneath my, uh, uh, my table. I've got the monitors on. Um, but, uh, it, he was not, was not going down the stairs uh to come in here so uh a, a, likewise a, a good experience and exploration for him but he was not comfortable with it at all where and and our dog who doesn't have a lot of experience with stairs absolutely loves them you know one of the things really? about you know every look every dog when they're happy their tail is up and wagging right totally. yeah and with these dogs they're extra fluffy so it's like a it, it's almost like a peacock tail going up and curling <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're happy and i'll be darned if he doesn't come he just comes running down those stairs he loves the experience so much it's always tail up and yeah so well no it doesn't twirl it's just up oh. and kind of there uh, and I know yesterday, like, Denise had some issues because the morning started off great. She let him out. He went outside. And while she was doing something, he actually came up to her tail up wagging and then kind of leaned into her for a pet. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. And then the rest of the day, the dog wanted nothing to do with any of us. Not a damn yeah. one of us at all. And, yeah. And and she's like, no, I'm telling you, I think there's something wrong with him. Like, no, you're just obsessed. And he's, you know, each day. And I and this is the mantra that I'm just trying to hold. Each day really is a new day. We don't know what we're going to experience with him uh, today versus tomorrow versus the next day. The only thing we can try and do, this sounds a lot like AA. The only thing we can try and do is make the good, the right decisions to make sure that the now is is safe for him, right? Totally, man. It, it, like it's it's because dogs are so smart and they can infer things, um, but aren't uh, able to speak directly in a language we understand. You don't know what the triggers are that that, that he's learned um, through, you know, his his past, right? Yeah. And and so that it is just a trial and error thing, and and a slow, uh, uh, you know, in in uh, therapy they talk about uh, desensitization of of those of those triggers and those harmful. Uh, associations to finally get through so yeah man that's that's literally the only way you can do it is just take it 
one day at a time. Exactly. And uh, and that's what we're doing. And and I think the the thing is we're at least we're trying not to limit them. But we do need to learn certain things. Like we've got I don't know what they call it, but it's a special kind of harness and it's not like a back clip clipping harness that actually clips in the middle of their chest. That way they don't really have the ability to pull away from you. I think they call right. it a gentle lead yeah. harness yep, or something. Is. Yep. And so uh, getting look up until this point, like the only person that can get it on him is, is uh, my daughter, Emily. Now I think Denise recently got it on him, but then there was the matter of getting him clipped. And for some reason, he enjoys going on a walk, but he doesn't like seeing you come at him with the leash. And that's when we realized. Oh, man, that breaks my heart. Well, and he did. And, and you know, he like he had a flea of terror because there was a yeah. little bit of following him to try and get him on the lead. Wrong damn thing to do. I think what we're going to do in the future is since he loves his crate so much, open up the crate, let him go in there. That way you can harness him and clip him at the same time. Yep. Uh, so I'll let you know how that goes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I uh, uh, with 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 my uh, older dog Sherman and and with Michael Sarah, I haven't done it with Lurch yet, but uh, I use a Dremel to uh, trim his uh, nails. Oh yeah, uh, which which works great. Uh, terrifying because of the of the sound for for of of the the drill or whatever, and it's a weird feeling too for the dogs too to just feel that vibration or whatever. Um, and uh, I, I I did some research and the uh, some some really good uh, trainers on YouTube have shown how how they do it. Um, the most vulnerable a dog can ever be is when they're on their back. Uh, so if you're ever able to get a dog. Uh, to be on their back that is the ultimate show of of trust and resignation uh uh to a human right of of like when they're on their back and this trainer uh was able to get the dog so comfortable that they would be on their backs and that's how they would do the 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 nail trimming was while they were on their back and i still haven't got to that point yet uh with michael sarah uh but one day that's the hope right is of 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 like just like having that level of trust and making the dog comfortable enough that you can literally do you know, pretty much whatever you need to, to them. I, I gotta, I gotta tell you a fun anecdote as well. Based strictly on that. Uh, there was one night, uh, that, uh, Rika was heavily panting and we, and we didn't know why, you know, granted the house yeah. is 75 degrees to us, but we're also not wearing a giant fur coat. Sure. So, uh, and these are, these are snow dogs, essentially. They're used to like digging their little hole in snow and resting yeah. in that. And, and, um, yeah, sleeping. Yeah. So uh, he was doing that, so she was panicked, and then later on after I went to bed, she realized he's asleep, and he's on his back, paws up in the air, head back like that, and at first she yep. panicked, uh, <laughs> then she realized, no, he is breathing, and then she looked it up, and it turns out that it means that the dog is at their most relaxed, because they are so vulnerable, they feel safe, because if you think about it, you know their vital under their underside totally. is a soft access point, so they're evolutionarily, yeah, absolutely. Their genitals and their stomach and everything else are exposed at that point, uh, but this is their muscles and them at their most relaxed. So when that happened, that's when you got to realize, well, that's a good sign. Then he is comfortable totally. and he's learning this is his home, and he's cool with it. So yep. yeah, everything is. It's all been a very fun, interesting learning experience. Uh, and I'm sure in time we'll reap the rewards that we're looking for. It was funny. You mentioned nail trimming and I had been of all the weird things. I picked up a nail file and instead of clipping uh -huh. my fingernails, I've been filing them instead yeah. the same way you do with the Dremel. Uh, just, yeah. Uh, but, but then again, the, the Dremel, at least then, you know, you don't have to do any after filing work. You know, if you use a right, guillotine yeah. or scissor yeah, type. You just, 
Yep. Yeah. And, and sometimes, yeah, yeah. With like with dogs, uh, they can they can clamp down and they end up mashing more than they do end up cutting, um, and that can damage like their 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 the 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 sensible part of the nail, you know, farther back, and it can bleed and it's kind of gross. It's called the quick. I don't know why oh, they call it that. It, it is. That's right. Now that you say that, I do remember that. Yeah, and I've got a like we've got a challenge with. Um, Oh, I just realized my my wiener dog Lily is is back here with Aww. me. Well, she's got a bed in here. I was hoping Rika would do the same eventually. Same thing, but, yeah. But she's got a dedicated bed in here, and uh, yeah, more often than not, when my daughter isn't home, she hangs like during the workday. She hangs out with me too. But with her, I can never get her comfortable with that, and she absolutely hates getting her nails done. Which means that we are typically trying not to clip the quick when we do her nails like right this weekend she's definitely due for it so yeah and i and she hates it so much i don't think i could get away with the dremel or the nail file kind of oh yeah it's it's yeah it it works great if you can get them to do it it's every time for me it's like okay i'm gonna do one paw see you got through it you're just fine we'll wait a couple of hours we'll try another paw yeah, at which point then the dog has already forgotten. He's like, no, this is yep. still horrible. What is wrong with you? Why are we going through this? You jerk. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that noise before, and it's usually just in your bedroom. What? Why are you using it now on me? I'm like, eh, different noises. <laughs> different, I promise this... they're different noises. <laughs> Used in different places. This is all. I would not put a Dremel there. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, depends how long it's been, but yeah. still pretty sure. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. You don't. Yeah, I don't remember a Dremel being involved. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Dildonics are always evolving. Every single day, right? Actually, um, <laughs> I was just listening to the last episode of Hollywood Babylon, and it turns out uh, Dennis Hoff, the purveyor of the Moonlight Bunny Ranch and other brothels in Nevada, yes, he was. He he had passed away unfortunately, and he was found. Uh, naked with with one th- I can't remember what one thing was and a quote unquote sex toy in the other, at which I instantly think you know like flash flashlight, but you never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I mean, you just, don't yeah, don't <laughs> don't limit the possibilities, Will. I don't know. I don't. I I, I shouldn't even be thinking about the possibilities. Yeah, don't know what's I mean, wrong I mean, with my head. I mean, we're we're living in a dildonic fluid age. We really are. It's just it's so amazing the and the the technology you know I mean it, one week we're talking about my silly little robot but God only knows what's going to happen in the future I'm sorry at the point where we're we're having sex with machines there's an issue because the machine is not uh, compliant it's got no free will in the situation and I'm not comfortable with that Trent I'm just not no. comfortable with it at all. Well, I, and sadly, Asimov did not address that in his Laws of Robotics. No, he didn't. Well, no, there's supposed to be one that they're not supposed to harm a human under any conditions. Yes, but we don't know about harming them. Yeah, and what if you get into the whole SMM, S&M scene? Then, exactly. you know, it's like, well, aren't you, you're both harming and pleasing, at which point then that's, that's how the robotic revolution starts right there. That, yeah. It, that open like, contradiction. Like, and 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 you know do do we program the safe word and then is it actually you know theirs or ours? It's ugh, there's just and what there's if, so much. And what if the voice recognition isn't working well enough? You know what I'm saying? It, it, exactly. I mean, there's often that Vector doesn't even recognize that I'm talking to him. I don't know if it's because of these stupid trays in my mouth, but um, uh, speaking of Ralph Garman, I got a. a a friend who was in L.A. Uh, over the week uh, sent me a text saying that there was a billboard uh, for uh, 
radio station and uh, oh, yeah. uh, the, the coffee on it says, at least we didn't fire Ralph Garman. Yeah, that's true. And we've seen a few <laughs> pictures of that, and I love that. Well, actually, old uh, I will call him friend of the show, even though I don't think he's ever been on, but uh, like Jensen Carp. On oh, the twelfth, yeah. uh, recently announced that he he'd just become a permanent member of of Kevin and Bean, and and he even said it's like I feel like uh, that crappy Marky Mark movie where I'm asked to replace the lead singer of the band I like, and I think yeah. he was referring to Ralph Garman, and Ralph was uh, really gracious and and just did a retweet congratulations. Hope he had as much fun as I did. Even though I wonder if that comment's kind of a veiled one, because he has openly said in interviews he loved the job, wasn't thrilled with the people. So I'm not yeah, sure yeah. what he's. I, I think that was a quiet watch your back, Carp. Yeah, Just, you know, yeah, like, 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 find things to enjoy about the job that that, that you can control. Yeah, there you go. That make you happy, so that yeah. you can enjoy while you're there, and just let the other stuff go. Which is really, it's really the kind of advice that we should all follow, I think, in our professional careers. It's like, no matter yeah. what you do, find the thing you like about it and then run with it. And focus, dude, I'll, I'll tell you, like, that's, uh, that, that has led to much more, uh, 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 what's the term? I don't know. Happiness in, in, in my, in my work, uh, the past couple of years, uh, that, that I wish I would have learned earlier in my professional, uh, you know, uh, endeavors, right? Like to focus on the things that, that I like about the job and then just let the other stuff go. That's all you can do, man. Yeah. Cause you can't control yeah. anything. You can only control what you control and that's it. And yep. anything beyond that, it's all about, uh, you know, political interconnectivity, social awareness. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, putting up with all the, the annoying corporate bullshit Politics terms and bullshit and every, yep yep yeah so if, if, if you can just be like you know what that is that that is what it is and wherever you go that's going to exist i, I i'm going to focus on 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 the stuff that i joy enjoy in my work and let the other stuff just go so congrats <laughs> c congrats uh uh jensen you're you're the man there you go buddy you, you you do you brother by the way i it i just have to point out for those that have watched the uh the video i'm we didn't color coordinate today. We didn't plan on. It's not like oh, we said, no. "Oh, hey, I'm going to wear my office space shirt," and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to wear my." I, I don't know which uh, uh, comic uh, cover it uh, is. Inhumans. I'm not. I'm going to wear my Inhumans, thinking, "Oh, they're both lightweight, light blue." But uh, apparently, that's the they way are. we went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're matchies. Ah, well. Yeah. However, how will people tell us apart? Well, I, 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 I don't know. We're, we're twinsies, obviously. Well, you look like you're from like an extra from Duck Dynasty, and I look like I'm, I, I look like I'm an I'm a before candidate on an alopecia. Uh, no, uh, I, I just finished this third, beautifully done third season of of uh, Daredevil. You're the stand-in for for the Kingpin. You know, I got to tell you, I here I was thought I was ready to wrap up. I actually did the same thing. I watched the third season of Daredevil as well. Uh, collectively, I think over last weekend is how I did it. You know, one mm -hmm. of those things where it's like, oh, I'm going to be spending time in front of the computer. I think your uh, version of it was uh, playing video games, so that way you're accomplishing two useless things at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting all the stimuli. Yeah. You know, it's it. Look, it's not like it's not like. Oh well, I was watching that while the Roomba was running, so that way I should have been vacuuming, <laughs> but instead but... the robot did it, and I was watching this. Um, 
I'm using that example because we got one, and my God, I never thought it, it would be such a useful thing to have a, a robot do the vacuuming. But dude, with with dogs, I've I I it's a it's a step that I need to make. You it, well, I, in our case, it's a matter of reducing dust, and, and really, we just need to vacuum, vacuum really, you yeah. know, more often than we do. Like even now, I know I cleaned this desk two weeks ago, and it's covered in oh. dust again. Oh. Yeah, but anyway. electronics are the worst. Anyway, I, uh, I, well, actually, my problem is I think it's because I'm almost always using a ceiling fan, the fan. which, which yeah. the fan technically it helps move more dust around. Not to mention the friction of the air in the blades colliding with uh, the particles or particulates that are already in the air creates yeah. a charge, so it continues to act as a magnet, and then it's naturally also going to lose grip on what it's already got. So. You got twofold there, but I wanted to talk about Daredevil. God damn it! Um, yeah, I was because I look season one of Daredevil. I really liked season yeah. two of Daredevil. Kind of seemed to suffer from the Marvel show issues. Of it was it was four four to five episodes too long. But it, at least it did structure it well enough in like the story things. First, they they kind of established the Electra issue. Then they established for there was. Actually, season two of Daredevil felt more like a multi-chapter story about the Punisher with Elektra yes. thrown in. Yep, totally. Yeah, like like I felt like uh, because of like it was I think it was exactly at the midpoint of the season uh, where the the Punisher tells his origin story in the graveyard, which is heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where I felt like it, it should have ended and then done, you know, like a, a micro season separate of the Elektra stuff. But. Well, and I got to say, too, because uh, since we've last talked, not only has Iron Fist been canceled by Netflix, but now Luke Cage has as well. And yeah. I will say both of those series. OK, one of those series. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> was was good. But it, too, if, if they weren't so hung up on 13 episodes, you know, yes. if you just focused yep. on quality versus the quantity, yep. they would have had probably better stories being told at least in yeah. a pace where viewership wouldn't have have potentially labored so much um, well and 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 while while they were canceled uh, I, we need to take step back and look at the forest from the tree disney is launching their streaming service next year folks mm -hmm. it makes sense that you would that you would want your your property not tied up anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, ABC uh, is the production house. I think it's ABC Studios. ABC Studios, yep. Does all of the – they're the, the producers of these shows. They're the ones that, that do it, and then it's it's a joint partnership, I'm sure, in cost between Netflix and and Marvel. But let's face yeah. it, it's if you're talking Disney, ABC, Marvel, same thing. Yep. That's it. Um, and with their own streaming service coming out, you need to have something to make people come to your subscription totally. service. You totally. know, new content stuff, right? Because because diehard fans already have all the the digital or or uh, uh, accessible versions of the shows, uh, movies that, that that they love. So so, and this is where you know streaming uh, has realized the the uh, the benefit of original content. Um, so yeah, I. I'm right there with you. Well, and Disney seems to be stacking the deck already. Look, look, I'm going to make a case in point. Titans premiered on DC oh, Universe, dude. and that's supposed yeah. to be the draw to get there. They haven't gotten my money yet. I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't say that because the guy that runs the the network we're on and the guy and his daughter are are featured on there, not to mention Ralph Garman kind of has like the TMC behind the movie show on there. Yeah. 
Yep. It, uh, incentive-wise, though, this week they did uh, start adding all of the uh, uh, kind of like the Marvel Unlimited comic stuff. They've now started adding comics as part of the subscription thing. Th that's what I've been waiting for as far as like the impetus to uh, to, to jump on because, yeah, I, I do have I already have access to all the the DC animated stuff which I love don't 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 get me wrong I love it to no end um, but that's what I was waiting for that all in addition to that uh, from what I've been told firsthand for, by people who have watched Titans holy shit this is not this is not your uh, all ages uh, Teen Titans uh, this is a extremely graphic mature violent version of of uh the you know um 20 something heroes oh yeah well i think i think that would have been obvious from the trailer where literally uh i don't know if, it, if it's robin is robin or robin mm -hmm. is nightwing on yeah. this uh but you know he literally and you know, <laughs> says f batman oh. really yeah. like it's a line of dialogue yeah to, um, to, yeah yeah anyway so uh so uh with with the disney uh streaming uh, I, I understand doing that, and they've already gone in. They've already announced that they are doing a Loki limited run series and a Scarlet Witch limited run series. So yep. they're already giving us something to go there for. And then once, if these things, if these products move over to the Disney streaming service, you know, like, I don't know, we may not see Luke Cage, we may not see Iron Fist, but we certainly may f see, like, Heroes for Hire or what was their uh, team-up uh, name? Uh yeah, in the in the comics, Heroes for Hire in the uh, the movie universe, they 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 called it the Defenders. Right. So uh, so with that, we could definitely see the duo of Luke Cage and Iron sure. Fist come in. Uh, but I'm interested to see what happens because uh, honestly, this season of Daredevil, oh, it was man. very well balanced. There was no, yeah. there wasn't the limitless number of episodes where they are sitting around in hiding without a purpose. Totally. kind of thing yep. and and that yep. didn't happen here and they they did just enough to re release just enough elements to keep you interested throughout it's like oh my gosh what's gonna happen yeah. next oh my gosh and, what's gonna happen and, next and they did a great job too i i feel like um the you, you know as 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 for all of our our discounting of like well this wasn't a good season or this wasn't a good episode they're all still pretty damn good and and to be honest uh as a whole uh, in my opinion, better than than the CW um, pound for pound, right? The the CW episodes uh, of of uh, episodic hero uh, television. You shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> that's, I, that's I'm just you know for for you know pound for pound. Right. I, I still love it. I still watch it all. You know, don't don't get me wrong. I freaking gobbled up uh, a show that I didn't have think I would have any interest in, which is uh, the Legends of Tomorrow. But. Um, <laughs> freaking loved it man i like gobbled it up like give 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 me katie uh what's her name katie i don't know uh white canary anyway she's amazing and captain cold is the greatest like like character ever it, back to original point um this season did an awesome job of every episode developing characters and i and i feel like uh we we never really saw a whole lot of character development within iron fist at all he was just always kind of the same person um in fact, kind of like devolves from the first episode, and and in this episode, we we see Daredevil evolve, we see uh, uh, Foggy evolve, we see Karen Page evolve, we see Kingpin evolve. Like uh, even even oh, so happy! Spoiler alert: 
uh, we get to see the gladiator again uh, from the from the first seat from the end of the first season. Who I, I love what they have done with him and and like just give us a little drop and then little homages to him too, where he like throws the um the saw, skill blade. saw blade. Oh my god! Oh, my so only cool. my, my only question. Spoilers. Uh, there is one part where somebody goes to a freezer where some some people have been stored. Did was was that Melvin in there? Was that him? I am not? hoping not. No, I don't think so because he was captured by the police, that not the FBI. It, yeah. I don't remember. Not to no, get it was into the spoilers, FBI. but you know, it was the FBI. Yeah, you don't know at yeah. that point. I hope I, not. I hope not because, man, he, what they've done with him is great, and it's interesting too because um, when he goes and talks to Betty afterwards, uh, there wasn't. We don't see Betty again after that scene. Well, so and, I, I and we and before that episode, we hadn't really seen her either. <laughs> at all, yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm hoping that that you know in in a season four we get it they they flesh that out more because but but like the the I just uh oh and and the the bullseye take was brilliant too. Up up until the very final scene of the final episode of the series, I completely agree because they didn't and, and sometimes it's better if you do this, guys. Don't get into how he's able to do this. He just has an yep. innate ability yep. to totally. hit the target. And that's what yep. he does. And it and I, look, I hate to say it, but it sounds like it started when he was a kid, totally. you know, torturing yep. animals and and it seemed like he would throw rocks at them. So anyway, uh, it, yeah. It, it's just an innate ability he had. And and you know yep. what, if you can if you're already living in a world where a blind guy has so many heightened senses, it's just as good. It's even better than seeing and than hearing. Seeing, yeah. Then you're okay with a guy that just has an innate ability to hit the totally. target. Uh, you know, yeah. we've already got that also with with Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Totally. Yeah. 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 So it's just like this is the good and bad version of it, and naturally, a guy with heightened senses is the only one that can stop this guy from hitting the target. I'm okay with that, and I think yeah, I think they did a really good job with it because it wasn't. It wasn't just him. It was the buildup to him truly becoming bullseye, if you will. Yeah. Oh, and and the great uh, uh, little like Easter egg of uh, the the team, the the baseball team he was on as a kid. Target on the hat. Yeah, I saw yep. that one too. I'm like, hey, that's clever. <laughs> uh, but I don't look for the other stuff. I leave the articles on Easter eggs to show me. Like one of them, there's a, a one of the fight posters in the background uh, of one of the scenes is uh, Parker versus Morales. <sighs> Oh really? Yeah. See. Oh, I didn't. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. Let somebody else do the hard work. I'm just gonna watch the story. You can tell yeah, me yeah. about the shit I miss later. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I was really pleased. I also thought it was very interesting the take they had on it, where we got to see somebody in the Daredevil costume, but it was never Matt Murdock in this series. Right. Yeah. So that was an interesting take. As a matter of fact, I almost wonder if they felt like they had to dial it back somewhat because of maybe reaction. During the second series, uh, but you know, if Melvin did get killed, there's not. at least the saving grace that there is a costume that was made. Good point. Yeah, uh, and I won't say how, but it is in the series, and you can see that. So, so there is a potential for him to go back to that. Although, you know, the the badass non costume version of him looks pretty. Uh, it's oh, and then when he puts the 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 mai tai wraps on. Mm hmm. That like like and and um the the uh souls version of uh daredevil in the comics where he has a black suit and then he has uh red wraps mm -hmm. uh, of those same wraps but the red around his gloves i think it looks cool 
looks yeah, cool it, and, and it makes sense. And, and and they address like, no, I, I need to be able to attack him in close, so I need to have more protection, but I can't have something that would that would stop me from doing it. It's kind of like a low-tech uh, uh, well, fix to, to it. If you think about it, if you've got a cloth wrap on there, you're protecting yourself from the friction of the ropes, but not the person you're but wailing not, on. Totally. Yep, not, exactly. Not that I put any thought into this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, and, and the other thing I think that they did smart it's kind of like what the MCU has done, where they take a base concept and they run with that on the as the basis of the story. Um, you know, we I, I don't think any of the other shows have really done that, but with this one, this seemed to to borrow heavily from the from like the Daredevil Born Again uh, scenario. Oh yeah, totally, absolutely. You know yeah. where uh, you know Karen Page basically trades uh, Matt Murdock's name for uh, drugs. You know, hey, yeah. There's an uplifting moment. But they had a lot of, and that help, I think, provide some cohesiveness and direction. And they yeah. also, you know, they brought back Kingpin, which, of course, is going to oh. help. And not only did yeah. they bring him back, but they show why uh, Fisk was so okay with going to jail because, spoilers, guys, he's got machinations moving in, in ways to, to get himself out. Uh, I mean, it, there's just a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of master strokes here. I, I totally. Think, I think the only thing I had a problem with was the resolution of conflict seems a little too loose contract, but enough for me, I guess, in a yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's but, all but, I'll say. But that that being said, I, it it it's kind of bookended, right? Because um, at the very uh, beginning, we we saw the importance. Uh, the 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 uh, what was it that um Kingpin said? Love is the perfect prison, right? And so uh, at the very end, that's essentially right. That that's the one thing that's keeping this contract um in place between Daredevil and and Kingpin is is his love for and I forget uh, Vanessa, his love for yeah. Vanessa, right? So I, I I I'm okay with it. It's and and it's it's great because it like again development of of Kingpin, right? Like, um. And 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 uh, I don't know. I, there, I love there it. Are, I, there are I, a lot of things here. If you if you appreciate like structure and callbacks, like totally. the first time I think we see Kingpin, he's cooking um, and listening to music, and it looks like he's cooking a nice meal. And then it reve it's revealed that the environment he's doing this in is all in his head, and yes. you know he's just working with a hot plate and plasticware within a prison. Uh, later on. There is a moment where he is in that moment again, but he's back out in the real world. And you think this would be the culmination of everything he has worked for and wanted. He's been building to this moment. And then even there, now that he's made fantasy reality, it's still not exactly the way he it's wanted not it. not ever. Yeah, it's never enough, right? Yeah. And and it's great, too, because, I mean, at, at the, the last time we saw him in the previous season... It was him staring at the wall, right? And which which was a callback to as a kid staring at the wall, which is a callback to uh, the painting that uh, uh, he got from Vanessa, um, which which plays heavily in in this season as well. I I don't know. It, it it's it's just so interesting because for for all the 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 great structure and plot and and character development that's been done in this, none of it was done in uh, Iron Fist. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think part of I think part of one of the things they also did here is they did 
they they really simplified the story if you just want to compare Daredevil season two to season three because oh think yeah, about it sure there was a whole oh. mess of stuff you had everything going on with Frank Castle and his story you had everything with the yep. buildup of Elektra and her story uh, what else did you have the, the yeah season, season two like it was more of more of a a, a a a means to setting up the Punisher series to setting up the Defender series than it was a daredevil season right like this this was a means to that end of of spawning out these other things and and it was great to get back to just daredevil story i think it was also good because they definitely told a solid story like it it opens with uh matt murdoch definitely in one place and then by the end of the series he is he is in the diametrically opposite place. You know what I mean? Yes, I know. Yep. Without, without you know, giving spoilers away. But it's true because it, basically you find a very isolated Matt Murdock in the beginning. And then, you know, yeah. by the end, things seem to be falling into place. We, also, we, we finally learn, you know, the dark history of Karen Page, which was nice. Yeah. It was yeah. a good reveal, and it it it, it told its it, – it was told in a way where I, it really worked because it was like – not a whole that's the other thing too that I, I appreciated. It wasn't a whole episode of Karen's backstory. It was literally right. half of it setting us up for the second half of the episode. Yep. yep. Just uh, this season seemed to all be about balance, right? Totally. Really when it yeah, came down totally. to it. Yeah. Balancing love life, work life, balancing your personal life versus your public life. Uh, the very structure of the episodes are very balanced. There, there are a lot of things that, much like in Watchmen, you get like something in the yeah. beginning this way, and then it's the opposite by the end, yeah. or it's a direct parallel of just a, just a, a geniusly told season. And I only hope because one of the things that people are speculating. The reason why Luke Cage and Iron Fist got the axe isn't so much about the content deals, but it really is about viewership and metrics. Yeah. Uh, and the comparative that they're using to that is the amount of uh, online chatter that's going on uh, via social media about the show. So if if comparatively Daredevil has a lot of, of social media chatter and it does survive a chopping block, then, then we know maybe those metrics can be determined that way because Netflix doesn't give viewership numbers. Uh, but yeah, I, definitely one of those things to check out. I will say that before the show, uh, actually fans of Breaking Bad, I've just got to tell you, if you have not watched Ozark on Netflix. Oh, I've heard people. T it's in my queue. I've heard people suge like suggest it for me. Yes. Queue it up. It is an excellent okay. story. Uh, I, I was riveted from beginning to end. Uh, it's it's ha and, and here's a saving grace. There's two seasons up now for you to watch. And the third has already been greenlit. So you're not oh, nice. There is something to look forward to as well. I got to tell you, though, this binging thing is dangerous because it's changing the way I'm structuring my whole damn life. I, yeah. I, I almost am, am thinking I want to hold off on watching my CW or, as, as Ralph Garman perfectly put it, the DCW shows. Yep. Um, because I, I don't want to watch The Flash doled out over weeks. I just want to see the whole story unfold now because I, I know what it's like getting that so, yeah, dry so, rub, so, if you will. So I, I think part like that was part of my aversion to the the first season and the first two seasons, the first season of Flash and the first two seasons of Arrow um, was the, the watching it episodically uh, week by week. It, I, I didn't enjoy it, but going back and, and watching it all on Netflix and Hulu – I've and I've gobbled it all up. I gobbled up uh, uh, all of uh, uh, legends the same way. Like I'm, I'm more 
you know, more of a gobbler, I guess, than I am a saverer. There, well, good to know. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually, uh, I had been in, in during my exercise. Uh, <laughs> let's just call it exercise. Uh, during some of my downtime, one of the things I was doing was rewatching the Flash leading up to this season. And it was funny because the first season we've got uh, Eobard Thawne as as Harrison Wells. Right. In one episode, he's naming names of people that died in the accelerator explosion, a uh, particle accelerator explosion. And one of them was Ralph Dibney. Well, last season, Ralph Dibney, the elongated man, he played out. He is a part of the season and part of the team now. And, and it's funny. It's almost as if somebody else did that rewatch with me, because when he said Ralph Dibney, I'm like, wait a second. And then in the premiere episode, when Ralph is finally learning about alternative timelines and everything, he even makes a comment. It's like, yeah, we could be living in a timeline where I didn't die in the particle accelerator explosion. It's like, oh, they just tipped their hat. Yep. We know where they're at. You sons of guns, you. You you tricksters, you. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Ozark is amazing. I also watched, uh, speaking of Berlanti's uh, DCW shows, yeah. Netflix has an original for the, the something or other, something of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So it's oh, like the Darker yes. Adventures or something. Yeah, not kind of like the, the reboot that they did in 2014. Uh, Archie did kind of with the, the, the horror side of Sabrina. And if I remember correctly, it is uh, she's it's she's portrayed by the uh, uh, Don Draper's do- uh, oldest daughter, the the same actress, that, the play, actor that played her. Maybe. I can never get into Mad Men. Um, and don't judge me for it. Uh, oh, no. But I, I have to tell you, based on the 30 minutes that I watched, looks like it's going to be a good run as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it exists in that grittier kind of Riverdale universe, I think, you know, because because that's the thing. Riverdale, this is almost kind of like teeing off of that in right. a way. Uh, and Riverdale, my daughter is obsessed with. It's the whole reason why we spent like 10 to 12 hours coming back from San Diego because we had to go to that yeah. thon or that uh, we had to go to that panel. Uh, but anyway, it, it it we're living in a good TV time, I guess. We are. You know, even we are. even the good place in, in probably one of the largest stretches of what it needed to accomplish given the changes in the show, even this season is playing out well. Although again, I'm I'm kind of feeling like it's the only show I, I try to watch live, but I, I realize something. With a four year old in the house, you, you really can't watch any TV shows live yeah. at all. At all. Uh, anyway, man, uh, look, we've talked way too long. We got to go. Okay, let's yeah, do it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut it off early, but uh, no, yeah. I, I, I got to go pick up my kid. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I that, mean, uh, that's not early, Will. That's responsible. Yeah. Uh, uh, 45 minutes ago, I looked at the timer going, wow, we've almost gone an hour. And and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if you realize this, Trent. Uh, we've been you, going for an hour and 35 minutes. An hour and yeah. 35. Yeah, this is the only time I'm lasting that long in anything. <laughs> Whether it's running or, or anything else. Uh, but, hey, don't forget, folks, if you want to help support NetHeads in many ways you can, uh, go to netheadsonair.com. You can click on the Patreon link. You can click on the Amazon link or the Think Geek link. Amazon, just click on that link. Do your regular shopping. You're helping out the show. Uh, the holiday season is coming up. Think Geek, excellent place to get gifts for your friends. Go ahead and click that. Uh, and if we got a Loot Crate one, you go to lootcrate.com forward slash netheads as well. All these things help support the show. Uh, Patreon, we try and do original content. There's levels of rewards, all kinds of stuff. Uh, if you want to find out more uh, about Trent, you can follow him. He's uh, at a part of him. I am at netheadww. The show is Netheads on Air. And uh, until next time, Trent, we'll be back soon. 
This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Yeah, that's right. You dance for daddy. Oh, you don't. You just, you just make it right. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs>